Welcome back, listeners, to Sandman Stories Presents, a folklore podcast where I read you to sleep or until the next story. I'm your host, Dustin. Today, we are back in the book of Yoruba folklore, written down by M.I. Ogomifu. We have two stories today. In the first, a man is kind to a stranger and is rewarded. In the second, a goldsmith has to figure out which of his ten sons deserves to inherit his wealth. Okay, let's begin. The Secret of the Fishing Baskets Across a certain river, a poor fisherman set a row of stakes, and on each stake was fastened a basket in which he hoped to trap fishes as they swam down the river. But his luck was very bad, and every evening as he went from basket to basket in his canoe, he was disappointed to find that no fishes, or only a few very small ones, had been caught. This made him very sad, and he was forced to live frugally. One day, he found a stranger lying asleep on the riverbank. Instead of killing the stranger, the fisherman spoke kindly to him and invited him to share his evening meal. The stranger appeared very pleased and ate and drank, but spoke no word at all. The fisherman thought, Ah, he speaks a different language. Quite suddenly, the stranger vanished, and only the remains of the meal convinced the fisherman that he had not been dreaming. The next evening, when he went to empty his baskets, he was astonished to find them overflowing with fish. He could not account for his good fortune, and his surprise was even greater when the same thing occurred the next day. On the third day, the baskets were again quite full, and when the fisherman came to the last basket, he saw that it contained a single monstrous fish. "'Don't you know me?' asked the fish. "'Indeed no, Mr. Fish, I have never seen you before,' declared the fisherman." nearly upsetting a canoe in his astonishment. "'Have you forgotten the stranger whom you treated so courteously?' went on the fish. "'It was I, and I am the king of fishes. I am grateful for your kindness, and intend to reward you.' Then the fish jumped into the river with a great splash. But ever afterwards, the fishing baskets were full every evening, and the fishermen became rich and prosperous. The End Okay, and story number two, the ten goldsmiths. A goldsmith in a small village had ten sons, to all of whom he taught his trade. In time they became skillful craftsmen, and when the old man was dying, he called the ten around him and said to them, My sons, in this small village there's certainly not enough work for ten goldsmiths. I have therefore decided the most skillful of you shall remain here in my place while the rest of you must go out into the world and seek their fortunes elsewhere. At this, all the sons exclaimed that the plan was good, but who was to say which of them was the most skillful? The old man smiled and answered, I have thought of this also. I shall allow you all a month in which to make a single article of gold, and at the end of that time I will judge which has been most skillfully executed. The ten sons immediately set to work fashioning some articles, and all displayed great industry during the allotted space of time. At the end of the month, they came to their father as he lay dying on the ground, and placed before him the articles they had made. 
One had made a chain of fine gold, every link of which was a perfect shape of an elephant. Another had made a knife beautifully ornamented, another a little casket, another a ring representing the serpents twisting together with shining scales, another a water pot of a pleasing shape, and so on. The old man smiled with pleasure to see what the industry of his sons had accomplished. But when he counted the articles before him, he found that there were only nine. When he found out that one of his sons had produced nothing, he was angered, especially when this proved to be his eldest son, whom he had secretly thought to be more skillful than his brothers. After bitterly reproaching the son, whose name was Ayo, for his laziness, the father prepared to give his decision on the work of the other brothers. But Ayo suddenly stepped forward and begged for him to wait for another hour to make his choice. Meanwhile, father, he said, let us sit around the fire all together for one last time, parching corn and telling stories. This was how the family spent their time in the rainy season, and all gladly consented. As they seated themselves upon the ground, the father took up a pipe of corn which lay near him. What was his astonishment when he tried to pick up the grains to discover that they were made of solid gold? For this is what Ao had made, and he had prepared a little trick to test the perfection of his work. So skillfully was it executed that all had been deceived thinking it a real ear of corn, and on this account the father and the nine brothers all agreed that Ao's work was certainly the best. Thus Ao took his father's place, and the rest set out in different directions to seek their fortune. The end. <laughs> I love how treating a stranger well turns into getting a lot of fish. Don't think about it too deeply because the king of the fish is sending a ton of fish to die just because he is pleased. And the second story with the golden ear of corn was just a lot of fun. I wanted to know what he might be making in order to win the prize. And the ear of corn was pretty ingenious. I continue to enjoy these stories, and I'm excited by a new Nigerian folklore book I found. And my podcast shout-out is to the History of Byzantium. Robin does a great job of adding on to the classic History of Rome podcast. He takes a look at the successor to Rome that lasted through many different rulers until it finally collapsed, and gave us a They Might Be Giants classic. And if you like his podcast as much as I do, go and give him a rating, a listen, and a review. Ratings and reviews also help out my podcast if you want to see it spread out a bit more. And the listener shout-out is to Chicago. They are 42% of my listeners from the state. Now, I have a personal connection to Chicago. My parents met and fell in love there. And I met some really awesome people there. And a large part of my family still lives in the Chicago area. And my friend Mandy just got married out that way, so congratulations to the Mercado family. And so to my family out in Chicago, I say thank you and good night. <laughs>